Hey y'all, welcome back to our channel. If you're new here, this is Joe and Jay Outspoken. As the recording of this, it's Tuesday, June 6th. I'm Jay, and today we're going to be covering a great topic as always. So, uh, Joe, what's on the agenda for today? Today's topic is gun control and the 2A. It's uh, a great That's topic. going to be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, stay away from my guns. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. So, uh, yeah, we're going over the topic of 2A today. I know it's going to be a little, uh, you know, uh, happiness for some folks and maybe not so happiness for some other folks, but um, we really feel like it's something that needs to be covered here. And uh, so just really quick, the Second Amendment is defined as a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So um, what do you think, Joe? What are we uh, what are we going to get into on this topic here? So gun control has been a, a hot topic for the Biden administration um, in controlling what the American people have. Um, and that in itself is uh, kind of dangerous because like um, we were talking about before, it, it takes just one. Right. So if we allow them to adjust, to eradicate, to amend the second amendment that's just opens up a doorway for them to amend the first amendment, the, the fourth amendment, you know, all other amendments, right. It's, it's just right. opening the door to, to start uh, adjusting things to best fit what they want for this great country of ours. So the question is what are, or, or who does additional laws or restrictions actually impact? Does it impact law abiding citizens? Or does it impact criminals? Yeah, definitely criminals, right? Absolutely, because I think um, I mean no cocaine's what, illegal, so <laughs> right, but it's everywhere. But so that's and that's a big question now. Like, for example, when you have a, a drunk driver and he unfortunately crashes and kills somebody, do we blame that car for for that accident? Do we well, blame if it's the, Ford, we're going to blame them now. So, oh yeah, Ford, yeah. Or is it alcohol <laughs> that we're blaming? Right? No, we we blame that individual, right? Who was behind right. that behind that wheel? Um, or it could have been Bud Light too. So, well, yeah. Well, in that case, we got more problems than just two uh, <laughs> A. Uh, but driving a Ford and drinking Bud Light—that's it. You're done. <laughs> you're done. You're out of here, buddy. But so that's that's the big thing that they you you want to categorize one element, uh, one mechanism, but you want to use a totally different. Um, thought process on a, on a different mechanism, right? But, right. But at the end of the day, it's the same thing, right? Uh, guns weren't created. Um, well, guns now we are not here because we use them to kill people. That's not the purpose of them. We have avid hunters, um, collectors, sh um, target hunt, shooters, right? Target <laughs> shooters, um, competition shooters. We have just a variety of, of self-defense, right? We, we have so many reasons to have guns nowadays. Um, now, do I think that there should be some level uh, of control? I do, but not from the government. I think that the control should be imposed on the gun owner, right? Like better storage of your weapon. So not if you do get burglarized, your guns aren't easy access. If you do have minor children who might have mental health issues, your guns aren't easily accessible, right? Um, 
Now, do, right. if we have a, a gun owner who has a negligent discharge or or mishandles a weapon, what do we do? Now, should they possess a gun? I, I don't think so. And and I think that m maybe for a short time, they get suspended until they take some classes and, and learn how to better manipulate a weapon, um, just like we do with a car. What happens when you get so many tickets or what happens when you commit uh, so many violations? You get your license suspended, right? Your right. privilege gets taken away, right? Until you learn to be a better driver and be more right. responsible. I, I feel those controls should be in place, but again, not by the government. They should be imposed by the individuals, right? By, yeah, by the people that are selling the weapons and, and things like that. Those I'm all, I'm all for. But to criminalize um, law-abiding citizens for possessing weapons, that's, that's ridiculous. I mean, the, tell me what nation does that remind you of? Just a little pop quiz here, Jay. What, what nation yeah, well, does that remind you of? Well, that happened in uh, Europe at one time. We called it Germany when they walked into uh, Austria. Nazi Germany. <laughs> yeah, Nazi Germany. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is that, um, you know, that started off uh, innocent as heck, kind of like it is here now, right? So you you had a populace that, you know, was growing and, and people had weaponry and um, people were getting shot accidentally and this and that. So uh, the government and or, and or the, yeah, and or the people cried out and said, hey, uh, we need to not have so many people getting hurt in the public. Right. So, um, let's, let's do a gun registry and register all the guns. So we know where they're at. So we know who has them, um, stop crime, stop. I don't know what, how they thought a registry was going to help from people accidentally shooting themselves or somebody else, but people agreed to it and they did it. And, you know, a little bit of time goes by and the government says, well, the gun registry didn't really work. We're still having the same amount of crime, same amount of accidental or purposeful mm -hmm. shootings. And they said, so we're going to come get them from you because you guys are too stupid to know how to, uh, you know, run your own life and understand them. So they did. And then shortly after that, um, the Nazi party walked into Austria and, and, uh, took over everything, you know? And so these kind of things in history, and this is how, I mean, we have Argentina as a recent thing, you know, as soon as that, that government, uh, and that country was doing great. They had, you know, great oil reserves and made great money and everything. And everybody was prosperous. And then they say, well, we don't want to work so hard anymore. And, and we want to give government control. So what are we going to do? Um, we're we're going to go socialist. We think that's the way to go because it's going to make everybody's lives easier. Well, part of socialism is getting rid of your guns. And so the last time I saw things on the news from them, you know, you had people, uh, I remember seeing one clip of a, a lady cook that she was cooking something on the, in the street because they're homeless. They don't have any money anymore. And, uh, and they're cooking, she's cooking something for her kids. And what is it? It's a rat that she's cooking just to feed her kids, you know, and this could have been <laughs> uh, avoided if they would have been able to protect themselves from a tyrannical government, a tyrannical government. So, Thomas Jefferson said the strongest reason for the people to retain their rights to keep and bear arms is a last resort to protect themselves against tyranny in the government. So the thing is, is that our second amendment was not meant for hunting. It wasn't really meant for self-defense. Like we consider it just in our home, somebody breaking in. It's a great thing for that, but they knew based on uh, where they had been before every time, every time that people were, taken over it's because they had less weaponry than the government and we have this uh you know our guy in the in the uh big oval office right now 
that says, you know, well, you can't fight our government. You know, our if our government was ever to become tyrannical, which they kind of are right now. Yeah, so um, yeah. we wouldn't be able to fight them because you'd have to buy F-16s and uh, tanks and everything like that. Well, what's really funny about that is a little country at the time uh, that wasn't even the full United States of America yet um, fended off the most powerful country in the world with muskets and pitchforks. So listen, people that have a desire uh, to protect their family and their land, their well-being in general, are going to fight harder than people that are told to come and take over that land, right? I mean, we went into places like Vietnam. Uh, those folks, that was their land, and they cared about their country, and they were going to fight for it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> we were the strangers there. We went into Korea. Same thing. Uh, we just pulled out of Afghanistan, the complete debacle uh, doing that. And how long we were, how long Joe, were we at war with, you know, in that war, I shouldn't even say at war with, we were involved in that whole Free. nonsense yeah. over there. Yeah. Yeah. It started with operation. And, Desert uh, Storm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so, um, anyhow, it was just, uh, it was just a whole, a whole mess, you know, and us pulling out of there and, uh, the, uh, you know, fact that those people didn't want us there and they fought, you know, they fought for their, their land and for yeah. their homes yeah. and for their families. Yeah, absolutely. So. And, and, you know, just going back, it's, it's kind of funny and it's kind of weird. And, and, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but this is, <laughs> these are, these are facts. When you said about Argentina and going uh, socialist, do you know, do you know where a lot of these, um, uh, Germans that fled um, Hitler's uh, regime when it was collapsing at the end of World War II. You know where they all where they fled to? Oh yeah, they went to South America. Yep, Argentina, Brazil. Yeah. They went down there, yeah. and that's that's funny that that's happening now. But um, just real quick, um, I know that with everything that's been going on in our nation with um, school shootings, mall shootings, mass shootings everywhere. This is a very touchy subject. And, and the last thing right. we want the last thing we wanted anyone to think is that um, we're all for just everybody get guns, everybody go crazy and right. do what you want. We're not insensitive to the subject. At yeah. All. And, 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 but you have to understand, and, and this is the biggest, biggest thing that I want everyone to understand that, Guns themselves are not the problem. Guns, right. guns alone do not kill anyone. Um, it's it's the person behind the gun, right? And and right. one of the things that our great nation is suffering of, and this is after this is all happened during the the whole lockdowns for the COVID, is that we have such a high increase in mental health issues. And with that being said, we have probably one of the lowest funded um, mental health. Um, assistance um for our our uh, citizens it's it's just That's horrible right. Yeah. right and we're not we're not we're, we're missing the point we're 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 trying to impact a, a mechanism that is an inanimate object when it's sitting alone like a car right. is like a knife is and, and and now like a gun is it's not until you add those elements um, that it becomes a, a dangerous weapon. So the, the, what the whole purpose of this fun cast is that we want people to understand that it, it it's not about um, screaming advocacy for, for crazy, everyone have a gun. Um, but it's for people to understand that, Hey, w 
we don't feel it's the gun. It's not the gun. We we don't blame right. again. We don't blame the car for a drunk driver. We blame the drunk driver. We don't, you know, we shouldn't be blaming the gun for uh, a mental health person or just a criminal that has a right. gun. You know, in general, yeah, yeah. You can't you can't blame inanimate objects for you know uh, creating these issues. There's always a hand in it, right Absolutely. behind it. And um, you know, one of our last episodes. Uh, we, we were talking about, we got some emails on it. We were talking about uh, hoodies and, <laughs> and these folks that were up in Portland, Oregon and, and Washington, uh, Seattle, Washington, that were breaking into places. And this was all different kinds of places all over the country, right? The summer of love. The summer of love. Summer yeah. Of love. I mean, it was my favorite time. Yeah. You know, I can't wait to spend uh, 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 another summer in Seattle, Washington. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to it, but um, yeah. So, there was this little common denominator that I, that I had brought up, you know, and uh, folks thought I was going to go in a different direction with it. And um, what was a common denominator of people that were running out of those buildings, you know, with their, you know, not eggs and a loaf of bread, but with their Gucci. Nike shoes and their Gucci purses and stuff like that. What was a common denominator? They all had hoodies on. Okay. All of them. They all had hoodies on. Band so hoodies. Band so should we, yeah, let's ban hoodies. Cause obviously that's the problem. I mean, the people <laughs> going in there all have hoodies on, right? If we ban hoodies, well, uh, that's what, so I know so you're back. I, I know you're being sarcastic. Oh yeah. It sounds honestly, because that's the same mentality they're using for guns. It just sounds stupid. It sounds stupid. Yeah. It does. It sounds stupid. Me even saying it, but that's the reasoning that people get behind this. So it's not the hoodie, right? It's the person inside that hoodie that is, that is, it has the mental capacity to do whatever they're going to do while they're inside that hoodie. That's stealing, looting, setting fire, you know, uh, damaging, um, whatever, spray painting walls, whatever they're going to do. Okay. So one of the things I want to read to you guys. So, uh, uh, in 2020, uh, it was estimated. Okay. And this is because of, we do have, so we don't have a gun registry in the United States. But people fill out uh, a, a form when you go to the, the um, gun store or wherever you purchase it from that tells the government that another gun was purchased because they, they go through a, you go through a check, right? A background check. So the total number of overall firearms in civilian possession, and this is ones that have been purchased uh, by law-abiding citizens, is 433 million guns actually 433.9 million so almost 434 million guns so let me tell you if wow. if law abiding citizens were the problem with all these guns you would know about it um Definitely. right yeah. so so now you think about that break that down that's what's the populace of the united states that's more than a gun per person right so when you start thinking about it <laughs> When you start thinking about America, that's America, America, people have more than one gun, right? Some people have a lot more than one gun. So, and then with every gun. So for those of you that are not big gun fans, it's, and it's fine. That is your right in this country. Absolutely. You have a right to own and you have a right to never touch one if, if you don't want to. But um, most people have heard of a nine millimeter gun. It's usually a handgun. You can get one rifle, you know, in a rifle version, but we'll take the most popular which would be a handgun 
those handguns have uh, typically like a 15 round magazine, just depends on the maker and what style you get. But 15 round magazine, that same gun in one of the communist states like California will be probably a 10 round gun or 10 round magazine. I'm sorry. And then, uh, you know, there's some states you can't even have it at all. So, uh, Joe, if you have a nine millimeter with a 15 round magazine, let's say you have two 15 round magazines that for those of you that are not math wizards, that would be 30 rounds. And, um, would you have just 30 rounds for your gun? Uh, oh no. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's a, uh, that's a, is that a serious <laughs> question? Are you asking? Yeah, me? that's <laughs> a serious question. No, I would, those are what I have in, in those two magazines, but I probably have yeah. like 20 more <laughs> magazines that are loaded plus a, a, uh, um, some boxes for, right. For, right. For so, so you're telling me that the looters would probably have more than one hoodie also, right? So, okay. So, so for those 433.9 uh, million guns, there's going to be a ton of ammo. Again, I'm going, I'm broken record on this. If law abiding citizens were the problem, we would already know about it. So we can make all of those guns illegal and have all of the law abiding citizens turn those in. Right. And the problem is, is that now you have opened yourself up to um, <clears throat> criminals knowing that nobody, that everybody's defenseless. Nobody has anything to defend themselves with. And, you know, now it's going to cause uh, a, a bigger problem. So like Joe said earlier, we're not trying to dismiss that we don't have problems with uh, schools and things like that. And, you know, there's been some horrific things that have happened. Um, at schools, I mean, the Las Vegas shooting, you know, a lot of these things like that, it's, it's really, you know, it's disheartening that there's individuals that have that mental capacity to even contemplate doing something that, that terrible. Um, so, but the thing is, is that if you go down to a state building, say you go to the courthouse, if you have jury duty, you walk down to the courthouse, um, do they just let you walk in willy nilly? No problem. No, there's usually... Yeah, there's usually metal detectors, there's uh, armed, you know, whether it's uh, uh, the court sheriffs are there or they have armed, uh, what do they call it, um, security or, or what yeah. have you that they pay. Uh, there's somebody there with a gun. There's people, there's a metal detector for you to go through. So, and why do we do that for our courthouses? I mean, those are all adults. It's not like there's kids in there or anything like that for the most part. Um, you know, there might be a couple kids going in there with their parents for family law or something like that. But for the most part, it's adults. So why is it that our children, we leave them so unprotected, uh, unprotected. And I know, you know, we, there's been uh, controversy over uh, 2A advocates saying, well, why don't teachers just get guns, get training and everything. And, and I get both sides of it. I agree. I think it'd be awesome if teachers were, you know, uh, were able to be armed in the school to protect their kids. However, said it before it is a hundred percent their right to not want to touch a gun to not carry one Absolutely. or anything else it's it's that's fine we're we're not against you being uh scared or not liking you know firearms that's that's which i i even right i even applaud that because if if you're not comfortable owning one or or even holding one then you have no business having it so right know, for making that decision, I, I applaud you for just even making that decision. So, yeah, it's yeah, a, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, there's a ton of people that ride motorcycles out there. Right. Yeah. And there's a, a lot of folks that say, well, I don't I don't ever want to get on a motorcycle. It's scary to me. And that's fine. I mean, you know, that's not for everyone. 
uh, firearms are not for everyone. I would love to see more, uh, you know, training and, and, uh, kids be taught by their parents when early on, you know, and if they decide later on not to deal with it, that's fine. Um, but you know, with, with our, our schools going back to that, uh, you know, we don't have any protection there. We have a lot of homeless veterans that are out there that it would be extremely easy. I mean, anytime this is kind of a little bit of a sidebar here, but I hear this all the time in cities and counties and state and federal government. Well, we don't have the funding and we don't have the money to do that. The fact that we have spent so much money and sent so much money around the world to these other governments to protect their borders, um, to, you know, fight wars and do all this stuff. It is complete. Give them guns. Utter bull. Yeah. I mean, we're giving other countries guns, but we won't, you know, let our own citizens defend themselves. It's the hypocrisy is beyond belief, but I digress going back. So with the schools, uh, if we could get, you know, some of our veterans or off duty police officers that want to make some extra money or what have you, that there would be no reason that we could not have every single school with somebody that was armed at the front gates. And, you know, again, that whole argument comes up, well, we don't want it to be a prison and everything. Okay. Let me give you an example. There's two schools, two different cities, right? Two opposing cities that football teams play each other and, and the parents on this side, you know, are yelling at each other and everything. Okay. So the schools are the same, same basic parents. They all go to the same churches or PTA meetings or whatever you want to say. These two schools, one decides to have their school armed up and they have a uh, off-duty police officer or they have a veteran or combination or whatever, you know, somebody that's trained that knows what they're doing. And they post it up and say, hey, listen, we're going to protect our kids with extreme prejudice. And then the other school says, nope, this is a gun-free zone. We're going to put signs up. Nobody gets to bring guns on our campus. Let me ask you, if you are somebody that is going to do something terrible and think about going into a school like that, which school would you target first? You can, I think everybody you, knows you, the answer. You're going to target the one you could advance more and where you could get probably more body counts, right? Yeah. The that's one right. that's not protected, you know? So you, you remember when uh, years ago when they had that thing called the club that you put on your car steering wheel? Oh, yeah. That's horrible. The thing was a carry around. junk, big piece of metal that went yeah. between your steering wheel. Yeah. Um, so the the whole thing with with that was a deterrent. If you had two cars setting by side side by side, they were the exact same car. Honda yeah. Civic was like the most stolen car, I think, at, at that time. They were easy to steal. Probably I mean, still. Not that I know. Not that I know. But... <laughs> and uh, uh, both of them setting side by side. One had a club, one didn't. And the thief's going to steal a car. Which one are they going to steal? They're going to steal the one that has the least resistance, right? It's the Damn. same concept. So. So uh, it's you a know, deterrent. It's a deterrent. So like that, what's that saying? It's it's better to have and not need than need and not have. Right. So right. That, that's yeah. kind of important, you know, and, and, and I agree with you 100 percent. But let me ask you this. Um, so will controlling law abiding citizens ownership of guns impact violence? No, absolutely no. not. No, because well, here's, here, I mean, well, here's the thing. Well, gun violence in the streets in America. No, it won't. Because let me tell you no. why. Because it's not the law-abiding citizens who are committing the crimes. It's the criminals or those that have mental health issues that are committing surprise, the surprise. crimes. Right. So why? So my question is, why are you making it more difficult for law-abiding citizens to have gun ownership 
to protect themselves, their family, their loved ones, for for to have guns to have fun with, to go out hit target practice, whatever the case is, it, it should be each individual's right to possess, right? Why do you control that? You know, the, the point is, I think we have sufficient um, gun control. Um, the problem is <laughs> we don't have sufficient police. We don't have sufficient resources to impact that other, right. the other side, which is a criminal aspect of it, or even the mental health aspect of it. That that's the target that we should go after. Not the law abiding citizens, not the ones that, that follow the law that says, Hey, I have to register this weapon. I have to go take this class, right? I have to do whatever it is that you have to do to ho have that ownership. It's a responsibility, just like it is a car. When you get a car and you go get your license, you, you have responsibilities, right? You have to learn the laws uh, of the state. Um, you have to maintain that vehicle. So, you know, you break the law, you break it enough, you get your license suspended, you get points taken off, right? Same right. thing with gun ownership. We have all the tools in place, everything's there. But you, the problem is, again, not the law-abiding citizens, it's the criminals, right? They, they, they break into into a home and, and, and there's guns and they take them. They break into a pawn shop. They take the guns there because they're not well protected, whatever the case is, or we have an administration that gives them away, like in the fast and furious program, right? They just give rifles and guns away to drug cartels. Um, sure, so, pressure. Yes, Mr. President. Um, <laughs> Thanks Mr. President. Yeah. yeah. But so those are the problems. Those, that's the core uh, issue here. It, it's not that the guns are the problem the, the, the the gun is absolutely not the problem. And, and by send, by having that agenda, by having, by the Biden administration pushing that agenda that the guns are bad, these are bad. It's kind of like that, the, the episode we had about um, whiteness in America. You keep sending that message up out to the American people, it, it's going to create fear, right? And with that fear turns right. into what? Hate, right? And, and you're sending messages of hate. So People now, of course, are going to start hating guns. They're going to say they're 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 causing too much problems. That people don't know how to handle them. They're they're killing innocent lives. And you're absolutely correct, they are killing innocent lives. But it's not because right. the gun itself is dangerous, right? It's the person behind the gun. You know, it's it, it, if you if you park your car in a driveway, who is it going to hit? Absolutely nobody, nobody. right? <laughs> if you put your knife in the sleeve, right, when you're done using it, who's it going to stab? Absolutely nobody. nobody, right? So if you leave a gun in your safe locked up, right? Who's it going to kill? <laughs> Absolutely nobody. Nobody. It, it's a it's a mechanism, right? So in order for that mechanism to work, it needs to have an extension. That extension is us, the human the human factor, right? But when that human factor is damaged, like the criminals or the mental health um, people that that are suffering, then that mechanism becomes dangerous. Then it is um, used in illegal ways, right? Um, and do you notice something that's kind of common when you have these mass shootings is they all have an agenda. They've all planned oh, this yeah. out. They've all thought it out. They, they, there's a purpose behind what they're doing, well, at least a purpose to them <clears throat> of why they're doing this, right? A law-abiding citizen is not going to sit there and thinking, hmm, what am I going to do with this gun today? Who or what can I use it on? No, they're not doing that. They're going to take it out of their locker. They're going to clean it. They're going to look at it. They're going to maybe add a new site on it, and then they'll put it back. Right? <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's what we do. Um, take it down and get it sighted in. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Or go out to the range <laughs> and throw a couple rounds down down range and and you know right. work on your accuracy. But yeah. But we we're sending the wrong message. Uh, so recently, um, 
Governor Whitmore out of out of Michigan uh, is passing the red flag law. So those of you not familiar with red flag laws, um, it's I, I get the concept behind it. It's a, it's a it's a good concept, but here's the problem: with every law that's not thought through properly, you have these loopholes or these issues that that happen. So the right. red law flag is a law that um, it's they say it's not meant to take gun ownership away, but to restrict uh, guns to people who have who are in crisis or have some mental health issues or have anger issues, whatever the case is. But here's the thing. It could be a partner, a girlfriend, an ex-girlfriend, an ex-wife, a wife. It could be anybody that calls and says, Hey, um, you know, Jay's a little off hinge today. Um, he hasn't been himself. I've heard him say all the time, time. I've heard him (laughs) say something about, you know, the, the left and I don't know what's going on with him. So guess what's going to happen? Local law enforcement is going to go down there and they're going to they're going to take all his weapons right on an emergency court order because now he's a threat to himself and to others. So the the loophole in that or the issue in that is. If I'm mad at somebody, if let's say I don't like my neighbor, right, because he's waving that Biden flag. Right. And I and I know the guy has a gun, which come on, guys, that's a fantasy. If he has a Biden flag, he doesn't have a gun. Right. It's a joke. So anyway, (laughs) so, so. so anyway, I don't like he's his. Got a, fl- he's got a fridge full of Bud Light too. So he's got a he's got a he's got a Biden flag up there, and I know he has a gun. So I call him like, "Hey man, uh, my neighbor, I had my I had my uh, God bless America flag and my my support Trump twenty twenty four flag, and he came and he tore it off, and he said, you know, that guy is a criminal, and he needs to pay and blah blah blah. He's off his rocker, and he has a gun, and I really am scared for myself, you know." What do you think is going to happen? That guy, he's going to go over there, take his gun, right? Because yeah. now he's become a threat. So that's dangerous. That's dangerous. That's just another form of control. And, and that's not going to go good. I don't, I, you know, the Michiganders right. need to start, need to start uh, um, going out there and call their, their local representative and say, Hey, this is, this is not, this is not what we need. You know, we, we yeah. need, what we need is better, better mental health care is what we need. We don't yeah. need more Absolutely. laws that restrict law-abiding citizens. That's that's not the target group, you know? But, right. you know, th- but again, these are things that we have to stand up for, and these are things that we have to fight for. So um, just like anyone would for anything, right? We, yeah. we wrote uh, Roe versus Wade. People are, on both sides are fighting for what they believe in. And right. I think we should do the same, but we should do it in a way that is more intelligent than just screaming and yelling that, you know, the, the <laughs> it is funny, the... AR, to hear these representatives in Congress describe these <laughs> this this AR military 50. style assault <laughs> weapon uh, that has thousands of rounds out shoots, of one shoots, one clip <laughs> that shoots that shoots fifty uh, out of this clip that's hanging on it looks like a banana then it kills and <laughs> it, it it shoots well, you just hold a button and it fires like crazy I'm like yeah what what are you talking about? what did you just say. <laughs> You sound like like President Biden on a speech. (laughs) Again, I apologize, Mr. President. Yeah, President. But these are are things that I'm talking about, Dan. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, lawmakers, man, what's really disturbing is a lot of times lawmakers and people that are pushing laws are uh, based off emotional decisions, right? It's not factual. It's not... They'll, they'll bring up some numbers and things, but they won't, um, 
look at it from a rationale point of view, you know, and it's sad because as time, you know, as in this day and age, there's so many things that are looked at on an emotional level and not on a rational level. That's, uh, you know, kind of crazy. Um, one of the things I know if anybody that's, uh, is into firearms and you've watched like YouTube videos or anything like that, and you've seen those, those dummies that are at the gun range and you know, they're doing stuff and they're like looking down the barrel and everything. And they're super cringe videos for most of us. Cause we're like, Oh my gosh, this person has no trigger discipline and all these kind of things. And so what I want, like for people that are watching right now that possibly are not, you know, big fans of guns, or maybe you're thinking about getting into it, but you've never handled one or whatever. I highly encourage you to go get uh, some good training, professional training. One of the most, like seriously, the most important thing ab about learning about a gun is safety. That's the most Absolutely. important thing because it, it is one of those things that it's easy. You know, if, if uh, accidents don't happen that often, right? There's 433.9 million guns. If there was that many accidents, we'd hear about it every single day. And there are enough responsible gun, gun owners out there that you're not going to have so many issues. However, people get excited and say, you know what, I'm going to go buy one and I'm going to go do this and this and that. And, and, and they don't read instructions. Uh, there's an instruction with every book, every single uh, firearm that you purchase at a gun store anywhere in the country. It doesn't matter if it's California or Texas, right? Uh, free, non-free state. They all come with uh, locks and all these kind of things. So, um, you know, the industry has done all it can to keep people protected. Now, here's the, here's the thing we were talking earlier about, you know, like getting a car and getting a license versus having a gun. Um, this is one of the things that gets brought up all the time. Well, you have to have a license and go through all this training and everything to have a car and people don't have to have all that to have a gun. Well, there's a big difference because a car is a privilege. Having a firearm is part of our second amendment and it is a right for every citizen to Absolutely. have one. Absolutely. So the thing is, is things have changed over the years. And anytime anybody argues the point that, you know, well, uh, that was for muskets and stuff back then. Well, the First Amendment, then free speech has to do with quill and pen has nothing to do with the Internet. So should all the Internet be stifled? And oh, you know what? Touché. That's kind of what they're to Jay. That's a good that's, point. <laughs> that's kind of what they're trying to do with the second and the first and everything else. Right. So, um like Joe said, mental health is probably one of our biggest problems. Somebody might say, you know, like I'm our border crisis is a nightmare fentanyl coming across um, the possibility of the amount of children that are being trafficked, trafficked and it's uh, a new word. Ladies human trafficked, trafficked, trafficked uh, uh, human trafficking in general for, you know, people that are coming across the border. Um, it's really a horrible thing to think about, but mental health and another huge thing for, for me that I think has caused, a, you know, a lot of this stuff is deteriorating family values and the actual elimination of the actual nuclear family system. It's really created a, you know, a nightmare scenario for all of our inner cities and it's, it's growing. It's a, it's a growing problem throughout the country. So, you know, you it see, it just, uh, it just, what's the word I'm looking for? It, uh, yeah, you made fun of me. Well, then that's what happened. <laughs> it, Getting it, you back, man. It, 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 it creates, uh, 
<laughs> Thanks, Mr. President. That's what I'm sounding like. It um, it, it creates an instability in in the community when you start losing those core values. Um, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and and with that comes a lot of. So I think the biggest thing is that we have to put that responsibility back in in not just the family but in gun owners. Gun owners need to be responsible about about showing their children how to manipulate weapons, how to, to safely manipulate weapons and, and, and how to handle, how to handle them. Um, especially if you're a gun owner and you have guns in home, you want my dad, my father taught me, he had an, uh, M one and he taught me on that rifle, but Ooh, I, M1 yeah, but you know, one of the things is I, because of the training my dad gave me, I wouldn't go near that thing. If he wasn't around, I wouldn't even touch it. You know, and, that's and, right. And that's I was right. just like, mm -mm, I, I know better than to touch that thing, you know, but it, it, and I'm kind of crazy. So, you know, I, I, I always pushed boundaries with my dad, but that's one thing I never pushed boundaries yeah. on was that. And I, and I think as, yeah. as, as responsible citizens, and, and I think we've, we've done great as far as, um, gun owners out there, they've done a great job in, in maintaining that safety bracket. And, and I think we just need to keep doing that, but I, I think we need to just start showing that, um, we are responsible gun owners and that it, that you can't as a government, you can't take away our constitutional right. You know, the, right. the whole purpose of the constitution and, and, and the amendments was for the citizens. It wasn't for the government. It was for us. Right. right. And, and these are our rights. And so you, a, a government can't come in and, and take that because if they do, what type of government does that become Jay? Tyrannical. Right. And that's what, and that's what the second amendment protects us from, from a tyrannical government. So we have to think about all these things It's very important. And, and again, I, I, if I want, if I need you guys to take anything away from this is that guns are not the problem and we have to start understanding that. And I think that, that, that even those that don't own guns, you have to see, um, how important that is to understand because we can't blame again, we can't blame a car for a, a drunk driver, you can't blame a gun for mass shooters. Um, because let me tell you, if someone has a plan to kill people, um, they'll just get a bunch of fertilizer, throw it in a U-Haul truck and blow it up because if they right. can't have access to a gun, they're going to have get access to something else, you know, fertilizer should be illegal now then. Right. But the, what my point is, so then, so what happens if we take all the guns away and then we're left with knives? So someone that has mental health issues or who wants to commit a crime as, as, as bad as a mass shooting, what do you think he's going to do with a knife? He's going to go around yeah. and stabbing people. So the point is you, none of these mechanisms are the issue. None of them. It's, it's the, the human factor behind it. And that's where we need to start impacting is that human factor. So um, I, we should start with putting people in, in prison like Fauci for locking up Americans for so long and, and creating this mental health crisis that we are now dealing with. And of course, the increase in these shootings, I, I, we could directly uh, blame the, the uh, mental health issues that, that that's happening now, because look, just look at them, just look at the aftermath of these shooters and, and their agendas and, and, and whatever is released by the FBI or the ATF, but just look at the history behind them. They they've already in their social media have been planning this, have been talking about this. Right. And, and, and so, you know, we have to do better. We, we have and, to do and better. a lot of them are on watch list, which is really crazy. Um, one of the things I wanted to quote was from, uh, and I'm probably going to pronounce his name incorrectly, but Japanese Admiral Isoroku Yamamoto. And he said, you cannot invade the mainland United States. There would be a rifle behind every 
blade of grass. It's one of the things that's kept our country He's not so safe from, uh, you know, so again, foreign and domestic, foreign and domestic. Domestic means here, uh, our own tyrannical government and foreign. There's no other country. They not only have to fight our military, which is one of the most powerful militaries in the world. But if they came into our country, you think if somebody invaded on the coast as as liberal as California is, that Los Angelinos, the people that are over there would not defend Los Angeles to the death. I mean, it would be especially, insane. especially the Raiders fans. I know they're in Vegas now, but the Raiders fans will go crazy over there. Yeah, no you know kidding. I mean? I mean, because again, you're going to be coming towards those people's families, and they have a lot of family over there, and they're going to protect them to no end, right? With the extreme prejudice, like I said. Damn. So, uh, yeah, you know, Joe mentioned something a little earlier about you know his uh, father raising him up. So, my dad, when I was a kid, um, he had started me off on a pellet rifle a bb gun and um i got smacked in the head a couple times that's probably what's wrong with me nowadays but uh he basically would tell me to you know make sure that the the barrel was pointed down at all times and keep your finger off the trigger and he was very cautious with me on that you know and made sure that i was very respectful of the firearm and of everybody and aware of my surroundings that was a huge thing <clears throat> he showed me how to set up the you know, cans. Cause that's what we were shooting at the time and, and, uh, um, how to lay the rifle down properly. So it wasn't pointed in, in any direction towards people and all this. I mean, he was very, this is, a pellet, this is a pellet gun, right? Wow. Um, once I kind of graduated from that and got a little older, he would allow me to, sh uh, fire his 22 rifle and he had the same expectations. And, uh, my mom's dad, my grandfather on my mom's side, he, um, same thing. I mean, we would go out in the desert and we'd go shooting. And so, you know, I learned early on respect for firearms and that they're not scary. They're just, you know, it's like anything else, a lawnmower. Okay. You mow your lawn. I, I, Joe and I, uh, both knew somebody years and years ago that his dad had like a lawn care service and they actually lifted the lawnmower up because there was a problem or something. And that thing spun and it chopped two of his fingers off. Right. So there's all kinds of dangers all over the world that can, uh, you know, hurt you if you're not careful and you're not respectful of of the power of whatever that inanimate object is. Absolutely. So, you know, yeah. So definitely, guys, uh, be careful, you know, um, make sure you drink all your Bud Light and uh go buy more more firearms okay <laughs> so thanks so much for hanging ammo. out with us today <laughs> what's that buy more ammo buy more ammo yeah 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 give up the bud light buy more ammo so so thanks so much for hanging out with us today i'm jay and that's joe and this has been joe and jay outspoken if you had fun or learned anything do us a favor like subscribe and comment and share those things really help us out and fight the algorithm that may not always agree with the topics we cover probably like the one today. And like most of the topics we cover on the channel, today's topic was suggested by you. So if there's a topic you would like to see us cover in the future, please go to joeandjproductions.com forward slash ideas. And a very special thanks to our Patreons. Uh, you make this whole thing possible. Without your amazing support, there would be no outspoken. If you would like to help out, it can be as small as liking, subscribing, and commenting. Or you can also grab merch from the Outspoken store or for only five bucks a month, become one of our Patreon members. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Take care of one another. Do better, be better. And as always, God, God bless, bless America. America.